Hi. Hi. I'm just, I'm still not quite used to like not having an intro. So I. You need to not think about it like you have to turn anything on. We're just talking. I could start it whenever you want. We're here. We're queer. I have a glass of red wine. I got a pap smear. <laughs> that rhymes. <laughs> it does rhyme. How's the pap? Pap. It's always, it honestly, pap smears, you need to get them every other year if you have a vagina. Um, they are so uncomfortable because they use like the metal forceps to open you up. And then they stick this long ass, like wiry, like a, it looks like a um, straw cleaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and scrape all in there. A pipe, a pipe cleaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then but you I'm bleed, sh- you like bleed for like two days. You bleed? Yeah. Because they're fucking around in there. I mean, it's needed, but. Now, I'm dumb and I'm gay and I don't have women in my life that like that I'm partnered with that are getting these things done. Okay. So is the purpose of a pap to just make sure like you don't have any cancers or diseases, yeah. anything like that, right? Yep. Okay. No, we're not cleaning shop or anything. No, no, no. They don't clean it. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> the vagina is self-cleaning, correct? Yes. Yeah. Correct. That's what I thought. Look I at promise, you. I promise I know more than most straights, honestly. But I just wanted to clarify <laughs> that. Um, yeah, they ju- it's just a little scoop of the insides. When you put it like that, it sounds kind of scary. Do you, Is your gyno male or female? Female. I'm all pro-female gynecologist. I had a male gynecologist in college because, like, the female I, gynecologist I had, like, left. And so he just, like, took over her patients. And... Um, one time when I was there, there was like, sometimes there's like nurses or like PAs with them, um, which is whatever, fine. But he was in there with like a nurse and he didn't really have an idea of what he was doing so much so that he like asked like me a question about it. He was like, he was like, I think you're supposed to like scoot further down. And so I like scooted further down. Meanwhile, then, you're like in the stirrups, like vagina out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to like scoot far enough down so they can like see things. I know, just the idea of like scooting and booting. But while he a man asked stares me. He was like, "Are you supposed to get uh, like STI, STD testing?" I was like, "Sure, like if that's fine." He's like, "I think you can do it when you get your Pap smear as well, but I'm not sure." And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" I guess I just I. <laughs> Why don't you know that? Call me old fashioned, but I don't understand why a man would go into vaginal studies. Yeah. You know it, ju- I mean? it gives me the ick. It's not, yeah. It's just kind of weird to be like, no, I'm focusing in vagina. <laughs> That's what I'm going to focus on. Yeah. Like, like we're in med school and like my friends are dentists, my friends are vets, and I, a straight male, uh, I'm going to just learn more about the vagina. It's just weird. Right. Yeah. I guess what is different than that and like, <laughs> you know, my first introduction in my brain really to m- <laughs> male OBGYNs in a way was Bill Cosby as the, he was a, deli- he was like a delivery man on. Um, not, not a UPS driver, but a baby guy. <laughs> a baby. <laughs> what are they called? The deli- they're not a delivery nurse. Like your doc, your delivery doctor on yeah, the Cosby show. Technically like gynecologists. Right. So in hindsight, it's disgusting. That was weird. Why was he doing out of his house is the other question. (laughs) I'm sure he wasn't delivering the babies. I can't remember. Yes, Tom, in the basement, which is also fucking gross. Where he gave him pudding pops. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Um, I did. I did get my teeth cleaned yesterday. We're on like a whole. Wow. Yeah, I just need to use my um, health insurance that I pay for and need. The woman yesterday did Google what I'm allergic to. Um, I'm allergic to Cefcil, which is like an old antibiotic. And I like on the table, like turned around because I heard her clicking away. And in Google, she said, what is Cefcil? That's so a, it's an we're, old we're, we're all winning here. Well, if you don't like your dentist, I have an amazing dentist that she's so nice. This is the first time I've been to the dent them. I actually did like them. Despite her antics, like she was a good time. And then the... um. The, the like doctor um he was fine he's a little like too big for his britches but whatever he like get, kept Our, giving me like high fives and i was like okay, i'm just well, trying to leave the like, one that i'm at is all female run and um they're bosses they're the best and i've brought i've essentially referred my entire office to them so like they're obsessed with me because they're like tom brings us business 
Got it. So okay. I might come move. check it out. Come. I mean, it's in a weird place. Um, it is located on um, 32nd and 7th. What? All doctors are there. My <laughs> gynecologist is on 32nd. Oh, great. Well, then you can like do it. Yeah. yeah, you can do a double feature. Yeah. Get the Perfect. top and the bottom holes yes. cleaned out. All the holes, good cleaning. <laughs> Um, well, we are doing a, our little what, what we're watching episode this week. We had a great chat with Troy um, of Behind the Blinds to chat ATM last week and had great reception from the app. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope I did not continue watching ATM. I, I'm kind of ATM'd Mm-mm. out, to be honest, because yeah. I watched so much of it during the pandemic. Um, we also spent so much of our childhood watching it in pandemic watching. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, I'm just and it's I know problematic. it backwards and forwards. Yeah, too. it's like I want to watch something new. Like I know I watch Top Chef on repeat, so I new. see your face. You only watch old things. No, new to me, new to me. I know, but you watch old things that are not new to you. You've seen those Top Chef seasons. Touche. Well, I I mean I get it. I mean we we those shows we truly. I mean you. I think you probably know like Quickfire episode three of season four. Like, no, no, no. I'm not that crazy. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, but Troy was great. Love Troy. I love Troy. He's Troy, so nice. thank you. Um, really great time. I I just I'm loving our going back and chatting old episodes and mm-hmm. um also watching new stuff new new to us stuff so. Yeah, we have a great one coming up next oh week that we will, uh, we actually already recorded, but we'll reveal that at the end of the episode. You have to stay tuned for that. Um, but is there, what What are you watching right now, Kixie? Okay, I'm watching, let's start with Jersey because I'm watching Jersey and everybody's like, it's sleepy, it's sleepy. I actually think it's good. Oh, I can't. I, I actually, but but here's here's why I think you don't have fatigue with it is that you never really watched it until now. No, that's not true. But you haven't been religiously watching weekly and seeing the same Teresa Melissa drama play out week by week since 2008. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I like, do, When did you start watching again, though? Like for how long have I been doing this podcast? <laughs> right. But the, no, I know. But <laughs> Melissa and Teresa have been. No, they have been doing the same shit. Since they 2008. Did the same shit. I just really like the two uh, or the three new women. Two of them I really like. One of them I take it or leave it. But um wait who's the who do you like who the two like young the blonde and the weird you don't like jen fessler then i like her i think i just we haven't gotten a lot of her so okay i this is gonna pivot to something and it's a little of a a buzzword these days but i do kind of want to talk about it so dolores was just on watch what happens live and jen fessler was just on watch what happens live last week both of them spoke very openly about their ozempic journey and like, I saw that Do- Dolo is that yeah. What was? yeah said that yeah, and you know I kind of love them just like owning it because it seems yeah. so silly to like be like just making some life changes, like, and you know I've been reading a lot of different things about it and um, uh, journalist slash podcaster slash I don't know IG personality um, Tracy Morrissey do you follow Tracy Morrissey mm-hmm. Tracy is very well versed in everything she speaks on and that doesn't mean she's right or wrong about certain things but because everyone has opinions but she was speaking about ozempic and how just certain celebs are like you like did you see bethany frankel posted about it? yes like no zempic or something i'm like interesting okay i understand one the fda needs to just regulate like if if insulin is the true issue, they, that is on them to regulate. Yeah, that's like where the, the, the way that to. these girls and women and people can get Ozempic. It's like if now you're having a problem with like people who actually need it for diabetes not being able to get it, then make it a prescription that's not as easy to get. It's just like I mean I know there's people that can write prescriptions and all that kind of stuff, but it's like but, yeah, make it harder to get if you're having like such an issue with people taking it. Right, but the FDA needs to work on that themselves. But yeah. like, what I what I think a little bit is happening is so Tracy Morrissey was saying that this is a very like this this has been tested and is a as natural form as you can get to a, a place to lose weight and like 
I do think there are peoples in this world who struggle so much with like their bodies cannot like get rid of weight. Obesity mm-hmm. is a disease, you know? Mm-hmm. And and means things for different people. And right. And I think, and that's I think what, it's yeah. I think it's sometimes a little inappropriate for certain people to gatekeep how someone loses weight. And granted, I think that, you know, it's annoying that like, uh, and this is going to, I'm going to contradict what I'm about to say, but is it annoying to me that like a uh, 120 pound, like six foot tall Hollywood actress is taking Ozempic so they can be 110 pounds? Yes. I think that's ridiculous, you know, mm-hmm. but like, I, I think that there's, there could be helpful uses for something like this to like help people who are generally struggling with ways because lap band surgery is tough on Ugh. your body and not yeah. and not not great. No, like it has a lot of issues on on the recovery side of it, and it's not really a natural way to curve hunger. And I think that it's I think there are certain people, especially people in the fitness industry. They want to gatekeep how it is you lose weight in in a healthy way. I'm not saying that people should be like, you know, taking drastic measures in ED form, but I'm saying like it's some people can go work out and eat healthy and that helps them lose weight. Some people do that and they gain weight. Yeah. Like everyone's bodies are completely different and no one is willing to have a nuanced conversation about what works and what doesn't for people. Well, and I people think will what's... always abuse everything. Right. And I think what's like to your point, what's frustrating people is that, yeah, it's like people who are 130 pounds and want to be 120. And like the medical field also tells people that like body mass index and all that shit, that all that shit is made up. Like it's like who my body at one whatever looks completely different than your body, our mother's body, my next door neighbor's body. So it's like everything looks and f- is health for different people. Mm-hmm. Period. If some, like you're saying, if someone is like their dietitian, their nutritionist, their doctors are like, you need to lose weight because X, Y, Z, not because I'm telling you you look fat. I'm just using right. that as a bad example. But right, right. No, I so, know. So, and, and they're struggling, like medically, if they're struggling because they're like, my doctor is like hounding me because if I don't lose weight, I'm going to like, I'm pro, like, pro, like, I don't know, on the scale of being diabetic or something. Then I get why things like that kind of make sense for some people. It's, it's tough because it's like now it's a whole like thing of like celebrities on Ozempic. And it's like, it's not that like, but shit like this has existed forever. That's forever. What I don't understand it's like, understand look at obsessions per- per- Perez Hilton looks in the mirror every day and it's like, I am the problem. So <laughs> no, but like think back to like diet pill culture in the nineties, like, which is just Adderall. <laughs> uh, no, I can probably, I'm not going to speak for everybody in the world, but I can guarantee that the majority of people, especially women have taken diet pills, myself included. So that you can literally just buy a Kroger. Right. But in, I think it's worth a discussion to figure out what is that, if that or this yeah is healthier. I don't know. I this it's a drug that was put on shelves by doctors and our medical system is deeply fucked up and rooted in capitalism. So, you know, I I, I can't I can't imagine it's done with a whole heart, but No, absolutely <laughs> not. No, no, no. Mr. Ozempic, um whoever owns this company is sitting pretty in his island in the South Pacific right now just being like thank God for Mindy Kaling. So Right. But I think it's it really frustrates me when people who are naturally thin are getting on soapboxes to yeah. talk about why Ozempic is the worst thing ever. Right, if you are a like diabetic in, and, in society, you are looked at as like the the beautiful standard. So like, why are you speaking? right? Don't come down on all of us who are just trying to figure out our the right body we're supposed to live in. Right, and everyone goes through different journeys about figuring that out. And once again, if if you if there's someone who is feeling the negative benefits of who's a diabetic and needs insulin and things like that, that platform makes all the sense to me in the world and they should speak on that because the FDA needs to regulate this shit better. But um, Bethany Frankel, the skinny who has <laughs> who a built, company right, called Skinny Girl, built a fucking empire that she the her what she 
the way she feeds her children and the way she pays her bills is because of an empire under the title Skinny. Girl. Girl. Skinny jeans, skinny margaritas, skinny everything. Which those skinny margaritas like, are like kind of good as fuck, so. I don't know if they if it's worth revisiting them though. No, I had them like last summer. Um, someone had you them did? At, like a yeah. Someone had them like someone had a bottle like at a party that like a thing that I went to, and I had a sip of it. And I was like, I get it. It's kind of good. So they had a they have a skinny cucumber vodka that is essentially just watered down vodka. Yeah. Um, but because it's watered down vodka and it's flavored. You almost don't, you get so fucked up because you don't, you're like, I can't figure out how much of this I'm actually having. Like with vodka, you know, like when you make a drink and you pour a shot in, like, you know what you're getting. But with that, you're like, a shot didn't get me, I don't feel anything. So then you have more. And then you're like, is it, is it the same amount just like coated behind like lack of flavor or is it? Have we talked about on the podcast about your rose vodka evening? No. I, <laughs> I think that we should because I just brought it up. So I almost got there uh, over the weekend because no, that really? martini. Well, no. So this past weekend we went to Boston for um, one of our um, dearest friends' ba- uh, bridal shower, and um, but we like made a whole weekend out of it. And we had a girls' night the first night, just kicks and I, and we went to some old places that I went to the college in Boston, so we went to some <laughs> old spots, and we went to this one spot. We went to dinner and the drinks were great at dinner, but then we went to this bar that was next door and I asked for a Tito's uh, martini, which is usually my order. And I could taste it immediately. That it was, it was, it was Sky Vodka. Well, you, and we could see the bar because we could not see Tito's on the bar. So it was definitely. I think it was, I should have said kettle. But if they don't have Tito's, why would they have kettle? <laughs> it's a nice bar. Like some people just don't have Tito's. They have like other Welsh, well stuff. I felt the crazies coming on. Like, cause I think sky vodka is layered in some shit and it, it makes me feel a little cool crazy. The crazies came out because, so we were sitting at the bar next to this couple. No, not a couple. They were just two girlfriends. Um, and they were drinking like some specialty cocktails or whatever as well. And, they looked at us. We got our drinks and kicks. Is, was like a gin martini thing. It's and like then an mine... Aperol gin martini. I've never had it or seen it, and it was delicious. Yeah, and then I had my Sky Vodka um, martini with a twist. Which, which is like disgusting. you might as well just have vodka straight. Like, that's what I don't understand about Do you want martinis or just vodka? I know. That's what you I'm know saying. That, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, there's like a little, like, vermouth. Well, right? a twist, it's literally, well, vermouth lightly, and then it's just literally like a spritz of the. The olive juice gives a little more mixer to it, but I mean, it's mostly just fine. So this guy, this bartender, he's like from Southie, and I'm not going to attempt the Southie accent, but he is talking to us as if like the four of us are together. And he's like, you know, we got this drink on the menu. It's, you can't, it's a mystery. It's not actually on the menu. You can't get it anywhere. You can't can't get it anywhere. Uh, But you can get it here at the Beehive, the Beehive in Boston on Tremont Street. Call him out. And... We're all like, okay, like, we'll take the bait. Like, what's in it? And he's like, so it's uh, uh, gin, uh, a little Campari, bitters. Like, he's just listening off all this. And he's like, and then we get take some egg whites. And then we just, like, give you a little froth on it. It's the best drink in Boston. You'll never be able to find it anywhere else. And it's only, only can be made here. And my Sky Vodka ass looks him dead in the eyes and goes. Not, you didn't wait a beat. Didn't wait. You, I don't know if you even let him breathe. No, and I go, well, it's not such a mystery. You just told us all the ingredients. <laughs> I the I had no, I literally was like, Tom, like immediately. And then the girls <laughs> left. Well, then you also were like, well, now kicks, you got to get it. And I'm glad I didn't because I would have blacked out. So <laughs> probably as, <laughs> as um, Dorinda says, two martinis is. Um, just enough. Three martinis is too, is not is not enough, or never too much. It, essentially, implying like once you have that third martini, you might as well have you four. might as well have five. Yeah, got it. And then like black okay, out great. and put your hand in someone's face, which well, I, I essentially did. Yeah, I don't want to derail um, our initial conversation about you on rose vodka, and I say on because it was a you, no, it was you on. looked like so, you took drugs. 
Yeah, yeah, I did. I did take rosé vodka drinks at night. I, you know, that's when I stopped. That that was a big turning point for me. It's like, I can't make mixed drinks at parties anymore because you just no. get, you get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like you do because like, you know, there's no one pouring shots like, like no, a you don't measured have little, amount. Yeah. And our friend Allison, shout out. Hey, Allison. She, she drinks Sky. And I'm going to call her out. No, I know people who drink Sky and really like and it. And they like it. She, that's her order. And you know what? Work. Not for me in the, my household, but your household, <laughs> I support you. Now, she found this rosé vodka. Sky is the, Literally, is the whatever that, that means. makes the rosé vodka. Right. I mean, it's clearly, it's definitely not wine in there. It's like a chemical rosé. And <clears throat> with that, that with a little seltzer in it, it tastes like a f- sparkling summer drink. And it was the 4th of July. Yes, yeah. it was the fourth. And I remember the fireworks. I will yeah. say that. After the fireworks, things start to get a little topsy turvy. Um, and so everybody should know that Tom, when Tom gets wasted, there's like eighty. No, I'm going to say ninety five percent of the time you're intoxicated. Nobody has any idea. But there's <laughs> the way like, you said the way you said that you're like in life ninety five percent of the time you're intoxicated. No. <laughs> 95% of the time you are intoxicated, not a soul. You you could be like, I was so black out. Everybody's like, really? There's that 5%. And we hit it. And we hit it. Yeah. Um, my best friend, Natalie, who's probably listening. We're doing a lot of shout outs here, but um, was in town from Oklahoma. And we took a car from Brooklyn to Washington Heights, which is not a quick little jaunt. No, and I don't remember a minute of that car ride. I was like someone downstairs getting lost, yeah. sitting in the back. And by the time we were in the car, I was sitting in the back crying, laughing just the whole time. Like, but we weren't even like talking about something like hilarious. I think we were actually making fun of you because we we're like, Tom's <laughs> never this drunk. And you were just sobbing, laughing, 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 laughing. And we drop, we make two stops. The first stop we make, the person, our, the, our driver, like, turns into oncoming traffic. And, like, I'm not even exaggerating for the story. Like, we are inches away from getting T-boned. Like, myself, Natalie, the person we were dropping off, Grace, screaming at the top of our lungs because we were like, this is it. We're about to fucking die. And Tom, sobbing, laughing. <laughs> And we're like, Tom, we almost just got in a really serious car accident. And you're like, <laughs> what a way to go. I wouldn't even known that I died. Oh, my God. It was so scary that moment, but also hilarious. Because once we got home, you just I mean, you always put yourself to bed. But as do you. As do I. Yeah. But it was like the next day, it was like really jarring because you had no idea. I remember like- nothing about the car. I was like, we got in a car. I mean, I assumed we did because we're home. Yeah, it was really, really crazy. So be safe out there, kids. Stay away from the sky's flavor of rockets. Stay away from sky, honestly. I just don't think it's worth it. New Jersey, though. I mean, nothing really is going on. Um, I like except, it. Everybody's like yeah. snoring. And I'm like, I'm actually enjoying this more than I am everything else, actually. Well, you're not watching Girls Trip, but Girls Trip is good. I'm not. I knew there was something I was missing. There was some yesterday. I was like, I swear to God. There's another housewives on its girls trip. But yes. okay, tell me about it. Cause I've heard that Leah is floppy, well, Le- which we all kind of knew. The choice of Leah was weird because she's going into a scenario. I mean, the the word the name ultimate, it doesn't really like fit her to me. Like she's not the ultimate choice. Like, I just mean like we've had housewives since two thousand and seven, right? Right. Of all the ultimate choices, I don't think of her as like in I don't think she's in the top 30 best housewives no I don't either and and also neither is that's what I was gonna say Heather and Whitney feel a little bit more relevant only because like Salt Lake they're more seasoned than her they've been on more seasons no I know that's what's crazy but it's like they also are like kind of more of the moment because Salt Lake's still going on Heather blah blah Jen Shaw blah 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 so eh. I kind of get them being there more than obviously Leah. I get Tinsley it too. should have been there instead of Leah. Well, right. But Tinsley backed out the last second for reasons that are still unclear. I love Tinsley so much. Would t- I, Tom I like and I are Tinsley, Tinsley apologists. So. I like Tinsley too. I don't think there's anything to apologize about. She's like not a bad person. I know. I just feel like people shit on her as a housewife. I think she's objectively an excellent. Housewife. I, I don't think they do. 
I think the housewife shit on her. Got it. <laughs> like, I feel like Ramona and Dorinda and Luanne are like, fuck her. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and the world is like, wait, we actually like her. I think they're, I think honestly, they're, they're mad that the world likes her as much as they do. Probably. No, but Leah, it's just, and you know, I, we know people that know her and I, I, I have to imagine she's probably a very nice person and very nice out and about. And I'm sure we'd have it in a good time. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure that I would have a great time with her. It's there's just, I don't know that she's like our ultimate housewife choice. Like what, why haven't we had Sonia? Sonia would have been amazing on this. Sonia and Luann. Why haven't they been on it? Luann's been on. Oh yeah. Luann was on the first one, but well, I think you could have done like even like a Carol, Carol Radzivel even Carol, like she would do it too. I think Alex, being on an ultimate girl's trip would be fucking hilarious. Where have you been? She's on the next one. Oh, duh. With Carolyn. <laughs> yeah. She's on I the swear next to one. God, I, this Are is you my, okay? I am a co-host on this podcast. Everybody listening. I am not a guest. <laughs> You're like, you know who'd be great? Luann, Ramona, Melissa, Teresa, Cynthia, and Kenya. Throw them all on a boat. Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump should go on it though. She, I don't know that she would ever. She wouldn't, but I think it would be fun. Maybe. I don't know. Heather isn't doing it for me, though. She's like, yeah, just sitting. She, I think it sounded fun at first that we have like fans on Housewives because they get the game, but it's not with her. She literally, they show her reading everyone's memoirs like in her room. Like, that's weird. That's loser. That's loser behavior. It is a little bit loser adjacent. So I don't know. It's just like ultimate and Marisol. I mean, Leah calls her out and says like, well, if you don't feel well, don't drink vodka at 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you yeah. have a point uh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her stuff is dark to me. I don't know when that House of Cards is going to come, House of Tito's is going to come falling down. But <laughs> Do you she, think it's Tito's? I feel like it's probably it is. like, it is She Tito's. films with Tito's, like in the confessionals. Got it. And Got on it, Miami. Yeah. Yeah, the house at Tito's. I wonder if it's going to happen. I feel like it's not going to happen next season. It's going to be like similar to Dorinda. Like people called her out about her drinking. And then she had one season that she was like, or Sonia too, had like one season where they were like kind of better. And then. Or, well, she feels more Luann to me where she's going to get into some trouble. Oh. (laughs) I also started watching the Queens of R&B. Okay, I that's um, Tandy Escape, Escape, <laughs> SW, SWV, and and Escape. SWV. I don't know them. Listen to their music. You might recognize some of the songs. I know like three or four of them. I saw it you and in one of the SWV. What is it? S. I'm so sorry. What do you apologize? Was That's that right? It, right? SWV? Wasn't she on Survivor? Or did yes, I... Taj was second place on Survivor Token Chains, maybe? One of those. Like the se- the mid-20 range seasons of Survivor. And she was good on Survivor. Um, But the drama is on... And the SWV girls are professionals, and they're like, we know our songs... We go and do shows all over the world, show up, people love us, and we go home, and that's fine. We don't, like, care. We don't get involved in each other's lives too much because we've have known they each other been forever. On, have they been on reality TV as, like, no, a... No, not it. as a group. But Escape, you know, has <laughs> a lot of trials and tribulations. I mean, Tiny, Tiny. is <laughs> married period. to T.I., who, you know... Cheats you on know, her all the fucking time, and, and he's a monster. Does, Speaking of gyno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then Candy is, so I don't, from my understanding in the dynamic, well, first of all, in the dynamics of the group, um, Tasha, she is like, her voice is unbelievable. Tasha and Tamika are sisters and both of them are like amazing singers, truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Candy and Tiny were always the songwriters and they, they both wrote, um, uh, no scrubs together like it wasn't just candy who wrote no scrubs mm-hmm. tiny wrote it with her so like i think they were like the writers and then behind more behind the scenes and then the other two women are like the lead vocalist and then they all have their moments to shine and i think that it frustrates them to this day how successful candy is and they'll never let it go 
Oh, I'm sh- honestly and, I and get tiny it. <laughs> and tiny. Tiny yeah. is so fucking rich. And the two, the other, the other two are living in just like not. They're living in nice homes, but compared to Candy's like compound, it's like literally and her wealth and her Grammys so, and her te- television shows. Right. So they, the sisters, are turning on each other. Um. One of the sisters. Oh, so one of the sisters we is okay. Let's say one of the sisters we love. One of the sisters okay. is the villain. Okay, the one we love. She claims that, and the the villain is married to this man Rocky, who is kind of like a momager, <laughs> a husbander, <laughs> and like really gets involved with all of Tasha's life. So there was a royalties check that came through of thirty thousand um, dollars, which is. Not that much money. I mean, in the grand scheme of like what they do, to me, that's not that much money. I mean, I would love it, but yes, yeah. Right. But somehow Tasha was able to acquire her sister's check and deposit it into her own account. (laughs) What? What? So Tamika brings it up on camera. And um, Tasha and their mother flips the fuck out it is like how dare you bring this on camera like even though it's absolutely true oh my god so that's one part the next part that just happened in the most recent episode is that it was revealed that tamika i mean tasha's husband rocky has been taking um he has been taking like fees like he gets payback from Mm -hmm. all of their appearances that none Mm -hmm. of them knew about so like he goes to promoters and tells like you should ask escape to come to this thing and if they do like you like i can get you the connection and then you owe me like ten thousand dollars and so then candy and tiny found out that he's been like taking this money and they're like what what why are you getting these kickback fees then in real time because of everything that the sisters have been that the bad the villain sister has been bringing about about her other sister on the show and since Tamika brought out this thing about how Rocky's pulling out all these um, fees from their appearances, mm-hmm. Tasha, the villain, is threatening her own sister with publishing and releasing her sex tape. <laughs> her sister. The way I want to throw a punch. So we often talk about on this television show that we'll never, that television show, this podcast that we'll never get TV stars. Physical? <laughs> no, physical. We'll never get TV stars that like reality TVs, like we'll never get stars like um, Paris and Nicole's like first season of Simple Life or like early housewives. But this. No, it's crazy. Sounds like that. This sounds like they don't. They got nothing to lose. No, they're not trying they to get a FabFit Fun Tummy Tea subscription. Like they're ready to like. They're ready to go. No, it's and it's messy, but it's also like, how are y'all? They are sisters publishing the other sisters' sex tapes out of re- revenge porn. That is revenge porn. Oh because God, of $30,000 that you exposed on the show? Which is Just a lot of money. Her, but I wouldn't... It, it is, but... But she's in the wrong. The villain's in the wrong. The vil- Well, the villain, of course, is in the wrong. No, that's what I'm saying. And the villain's also like, so now that not only am I stealing your money, you brought it up. So now I'm going to keep stealing your money and publish your sex tape. But it feels all related to this nasty husband she has who's on camera and he's so, like, Michael Darby-ish. Well... <gasps> Which what? Michael Darby and Ashley were spotted like on vacation together, which I don't like. Whatever she can do. She, here's the thing. The way, <laughs> you, and you know what? Mia said this so well in the Potomac reunion. She was like, she was like, there's a lot of things we do, but I know how I got my man. And that's how I got to keep my man. And I'm sorry if Ashley wants those checks, she's got to do some things. That's how she got him. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. He's in the freaky shit. He wants to like pay. He wants to see her in a bikini on vacation. Probably. And like yeah. maybe like jerk off in the corner. And she's like, whatever it means. So you can pay for this house that we have together. Under an LLC. She has no shame. No, she doesn't. I mean, and honestly, good for her. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a $4 million mansion. 
Or sugar daddy, so. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Okay, so what else are you watching? We've gone through, um, we're both watching Top Chef. Uh-huh. Um, and I finally caught up on Last Chance Kitchen. We were offline this weekend, Tom and I were talking about Dawn, who I actually really like. We talked about that on the pod. Great. Um, Two weeks ago, because I was like, I don't like her. And you were like. Oh, my God. I get it. After watching Last Chance Kitchen, I get why she frustrates you. I get it. I get it. She's just, she's hard to root for because she's like, she's not pleasant. And not that she needs to be like happy-go-lucky. She doesn't need to be pleasant. She's so like piss poor when she loses and i'm like there are tons of people here who have never been on this version of the show like this is top chef i know it's i know they've all won the show and been on the show but yeah this is in the u.s where the market is completely different this could change their lives if they won they could open a restaurant in the united states of america where they can make more money like there's a lot to be had with this opportunity so be a little you've been on you were on a season almost won it then you were like a guest co-host on the last season yeah yeah i know i totally got it watching last chance kitchen i tom and i were watching the most recent episode over the weekend when we were in boston and literally sobbing laughing at this woman being allergic to walnuts yeah so there's having... this woman, woman who's allergic to walnuts but doesn't tell her team that so they cook a dish with walnuts and she's just like i'll figure it out and then coughing, she's, li- she can't breathe. You can hear they're, her try to breathe. Yeah, they're plating it, and she's like wheezing, like she's going to full anaphylactic. So then, she literally the, is. Well, <laughs> I know. Wait. <laughs> so they take her offset while they go and explain the dish. They're like, "Where is she?" And she's like, "Oh, she's having some allergic reactions." Cut to the nurse on set. <laughs> takes they show her take the full epipen into her thigh, stab her. Like you it. see it. Yes, it's and pretty then, hilarious. And then the EMT, God bless her, is yelling at everybody to get away from her. Because her her team, they won. They won the mm-hmm. challenge in the episode. So, like, they're safe. No one's going home. So her team's, like, going over there and being like, we won. How are you feeling? And this EMT's, like, get the fuck away. Her throat them. is closing. <laughs> and then jabs the Emmy pin into her thigh. Honestly, that's a commitment that I feel like is needed. You know? Yeah. I agree. Work hard. Yeah. Dawn could take a couple notes. <laughs> there's there's always an EpiPen around the corner. So that's that has to be scary though. That's be horrifying. Envy, she looked like she didn't give a life. fuck though. You, she had wait, no care in the world. Say that again. You you just froze. Oh, I feel like she looked like she didn't give a fuck. Um no, she didn't care. She's like, yeah, my throat closes. <laughs> I've done so many things with a closed throat. <laughs> I hate um, no. when they do these relay challenges, though. They're always very, like, stressful. But I do love it. They did, like, a relay challenge on a soccer field, which is always something. But it was cheese adjacent, which I appreciated. The first round. I need your take on peas. They Because they're in London, they are cooking with a lot of peas. Peas have been in, like, three challenges in a row. You are a non-picky eater. Take it away. How do you feel about peas? Peas, I don't care. I, <laughs> I don't. I will eat them, but I'm not like drawn to them. But yeah. I'm not someone who's like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I'll have a pea if it's in like an arancini, which happened the other day that I wasn't gonna be like a little baby about and pick it out. I'm so. happy. Thank God. <laughs> I would that that I can't stand. When someone I, spits something, I can't. That's a oh pet my god. Peeva. I would never spit something else unless it's like literally like a piece of like chewy chicken that i actually can't swallow like light being an adult is being inconvenienced and sometimes you're gonna taste things you don't like have a sip of water and figure it out i okay because of that i was on a date a couple weeks ago and we had in my mind we were ordering like we ordered bruschetta and it said mushrooms cheese sauce whatever I don't know why I had a brain fart. I was like, oh, it's all going to be like in parts. So like, I'll just like not eat the, um, huh? I, I know she said the same thing. <laughs> She's and being nice. No, 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 no. And so we order it we're eating it and I B- eat Bruschetta it. Bruschetta textbook is like bread. No, I know it's on top. like a bread on top. It's like a single nacho. Yeah. 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 It's literally Italian nachos. Yeah. Um, and there's mushrooms everywhere. And I was like, you know what? man up 
kicks, grow some but chest. But why did you order them? Because in my mind, it was in parts, which is not like true. mushrooms. I know, because I was like, oh, I'll just have the bread and put the cheese and then eat just around it. Okay. It was covered in it. And so what I did was eat one whole bruschetta. It was fine. I hated it, but I was like, I'm not going to be a little bitch. So <laughs> what makes me laugh, though, is you think you can hide when you don't like something, but it's all <laughs> over your face. No, after we were finished, she was like, she was like, are you do you not like mushrooms? And I was like, no. And she's like, I forgot you don't like mushrooms. And I was like, but then I was I told her, I was like, but I didn't want to be the person that's like scraping them off. So and she was like, I appreciate that. So we had another date after that. So it's going well. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, peas. Yeah, I don't care. I don't buy them. The, it's insane to me to like add that to your meal voluntarily necessarily when you're cooking at yeah. home. But yeah, like that's a good point. I'm not like I don't wonder if people who are like I love peas are buying canned peas. And in, if you're above the age of five, and saying <laughs> I love peas. Well, people are here for reality television and TV. Jason, uh, it's okay. Peas. <laughs> You're, you're fine. No, I know. Love is Blind announced that they are doing a... Did you see this? Yes. They're doing a live reunion special. This is one of the dumbest I, things that anyone... Dumb? Ha- well, dumb on the part of... Like, it's enjoyable on our end, but... Exactly, yeah. No, no, but like... These, the Love is Blind people... I'm sorry. If you put the the cast of Ultimate Girls Trip on a couch, live cameras, they could navigate their way through it because they are seasoned professionals at the form. Yeah. These people are losers who <laughs> got on to a show where you don't meet people. <laughs> what they are. I don't know. If You're not even ha- watching Kicks. You're not watching this Tom, season. They I are watched losers. it over your shoulder for 45, maybe two hours. On the train. I'm aware. But these people are lehu. In the words of Ace Ventura, lehu. They really are. And I don't think all of the people have been losers on these no, shows. This season no, is we're chock don't, full. If you come for Lauren and Cameron. I'm, I'm not. I love fist. them. But this season is full of a bunch of. I mean, there is there is a man. Now, there is a man named uh, Zach who um, he one of his like big things he talked about during the show and one of the like the turn offs by the girl that he was initially married to. They've since broken up and now he's married to another woman engaged engaged. Um, He made such a fuss about how he must like fully. Like be hairless like every like shave like waxing his arms his legs his armpits the whole like shit what's that guy the deal or no deal guy how like I'm, it, yeah it feels similar to that how no, I'm he's though. literally like that yeah well except he this guy has hair on his head oh yeah. and then the twist of all twists no he already has like kind of dateline behavior he just is a little <laughs> creepy doesn't blink a lot he's obsessed with his mom being a stripper rest her rest in soul she passed away but his whole personality was going around the pods being like, my mom was a stripper. She's dead. And everyone's like, okay. And he also, the way he introduced people, he would be like, I'm a stripper. And they'd be like, cool. And he's like, great reaction. The reason I did that, I'm not a stripper, but I wanted to see how he'd react to a stripper because my mom, who's dead, was a stripper. <laughs> that was his like entry line. Every I, time I he have met. no, I'm like. That was his entry line every time he met a woman in the pods. Okay. So this man, on top of that, is obsessed. Could you imagine being like, I'm an accountant. Did you like, I appreciate how you reacted because my parents are accountants. It's no, the same it's thing. insane. But also, like, no one cares that your mom was a stripper. No, no like, it seems like you care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, when people project like that, it's like, no, are you okay about that? Because we're good. Who cares? One, she's R.E.P., rest her soul. And two... Like, she was hustling for her family. She's a rock star. But in the promo for the reunion, he is, like, full Duck Dynasty mountain man beard. And I'm like, you have... There's stuff going on in your brain. Something's wrong. Like, he was obsessed with explaining how he's so, like, clean and, like, waxed to filth. (laughs) 
I don't even want to. I'm about to bring up a vagina again. Okay. Because he also is probably the guy that's like only is like appalled by women who have like pubic hair. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's probably making these women that he's hooking up with like shave or wax or get whatever. Well, maybe not because he is full. Well, now full beard. And there's nothing creepier to me than someone with a full beard and then waxed beyond belief head neck down. Yeah, it's like what are we like, doing? It's a transition. This feels like, to me like the beard and the facial hair feels really inconvenient. Right. So why do that if it's not yeah. like part of the pers- part of the look? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Wait. Okay. So I saw one of the girls had an iOS press release, IG Live, she apologizing. So, yeah. So that was that's his ex fiance. Oh, his ex. That's not the current fiance. On the show. Yeah, no, no. Um, Is it the brunette or the blonde? The brunette. Yeah, the brunette is the ex-fiance. Not the second choice, as what I saw. No, over... the second choice, her name is Bliss. I'm going to let that just kind of settle in on you. <laughs> oh, also, when Bliss... So, she gets back from Mexico and invites Bliss over to his apartment. And... He's like, have you gone into my bedroom yet? And she's like, no. Why would I? Yeah, but sure. He's like, well, I I really want you to. And she's like, okay, like I want to like maybe get to know you a little bit more. He's like, no, like I have these motion sensors that when you walk by certain things, like it triggers other things to happen. So he does sound like a loser. You're right. And when you walk into my bedroom, the Harry Potter theme song plays. (laughs) And she goes, bliss goes. God bless her soul. Oh, I'm actually kind of into that. I'm telling you, losers top to bottom. Okay. Did I convince you of that? Yeah, you you really <laughs> did. Um, but can you imagine Bliss and Bearded Harry Potter live TV talking about the relationship live? And Nick Lachey leading the conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a fucking train wreck. So no, will I be tuning in? Absolutely. Have I watched the season? Yes, only over Tom's shoulder in complete silence. I would watch the pods, <laughs> and then okay. I would just watch the show. It's no, I want. It's like it's one good. of those things where I want to watch. But I honestly think it's I'm one not. of the best reality shows we have right now because it teeters on people who have no business being yeah, on reality yeah. TV and also don't care about being influencers. They do a good job of casting it. I will say I've seen people be frustrated with the casting of the season because typically they cast like they're going to shoot in Atlanta. They cast only like Atlanta, Georgia people. They're going to shoot in Chicago. They only cast people in the area. But what I've seen from this season is that they are shooting in Seattle, but everybody lives all over the country. So it's like is made a little bit of a challenge with like long distance and moving and all that kind of stuff. Not most people have residents there. It's like Got there's it. a couple people that don't, but that was kind of the case of the da- in the Dallas season. There was a guy who was Dallas. Like, Where have you been? <laughs> that was last season. Okay, so this is season Kicks four. Last, Kicks last season in Dallas, they did a gondola, a romantic gondola <gasps> trip in the Las Colinas Creek that nobody goes in. Yes. Okay, if you guys. <sighs> Nobody's gonna care or understand. No, it's we. It's not worth it because it's it post-apocalyptic like, level of weird in Las Colinas. So <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, you gotta get on Love Is Blind. It's I, I watched the first watch... season, really fucking loved it. Every There's no season's reason. been crazy. Every There's literally crazy. no reason I can't like the other ones. Every season has been crazy, but okay. yeah, that's what's kind of consuming my. Uh, Docket. I'm watching Summer House, but it's kind of it's flop floppisha. Yeah, we know that now. The new girl and the Winter House guy are like officially um, BFGF, uh-huh. um, which is good for happy for them. I have no, um, yeah, nothing to report. I did start Yellow Jackets last night, which has nothing to do with reality TV, but um, I started the first episode. I finished the first episode last night. Um, it's good. I think we need a little second for it to settle in. Same. Because the first season was so, like, insane and addicting and beautiful and fucked up and all of these things. So it's, like, hard to, like, have that momentum being nowhere. And it's nowhere. a lot. The show is yeah. a lot. There's, it's like, so lot. many 
there's two timelines, so many characters, like there's just a lot going on. So it takes a second to kind of settle into it. So this episode, we had three timelines because we had them, them in the woods, nowhere. Then we had them returning. And then we had, yeah, for like day. a second. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a lot. But that's kind watch. of the same timeline as them in the woods because they're only there for yeah. a year, I think. Right. Could you be a year in the woods? Could I survive a year in the woods? <laughs> uh, no. No. Yeah. Same. Well, did you finish uh, that episode one? What happened? I did. At the end yes. Of it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Um, and also, I saw you know, Succession for me right now. The other scripted show I'm watching is a little like, you know, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I've watched season one, two, and half of three, and still feel that way. Well, it's a lot of like, did they sign the acquisition? Whatever that means. Well, what's in their PPO? What's in the this? Did you did you publish the article about the news outlet that has the money? And I'm like, huh? What? I, ap- <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, there. This is like the final season because I think that they also get that. They're like, how longer? How much longer can we all just talk about the same shit for four seasons? Right. Well, there is a there is something that happened at the end of the second episode that does tee up a really fun rest of the season, which I'm excited for. I know you're obsessed with the speaking of losers, those <laughs> the losers, the oldest son. What's his name and the, his wife? Oh, um, what's his name? Connor, Connor, Connor. Connor. I love Connor. Oh he's like God, a deep character so to me. So fucking funny. Yes, they he absolutely is. Yeah, he's he he is hilarious to me and I also love cousin Greg, of course. Yes. That's it. Yeah. And should we tell everyone what we're what we're watching next week? That was you do it? We are covering the greatest I was going to say nearest and dearest. It's not that near or dear. Rock of Love, season one, episode one. We kick it off strong. It's cuckoo, banunu, everything you ever want in reality TV from the night, early 2000s. Not even that early. I guess it's kind of early, but. And yeah, well, you can watch that on Prime and Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can rent or buy it on on uh, Apple. Yes. We'll leave you just with one thing about it, and then we'll end our app. Um, don't threaten me with a good time. Don't threaten me with a good time. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.